0: Good morning. This is Michael Stoller for the Stoller Real Estate Report on the Katsimatidis Roundtable. This morning, I have the opportunity of having Mr. Brooklyn, the man involved with most of the investment sales and the entire development scheme in Brooklyn, Ophel Cohn, who is the president and founder of Terra CRG. Thanks for being here today. Thanks for having me, Michael. So tell me how you look at it. You know, as you've been on my TV shows and we've discussed the, the crystal ball at the end of the show mm-hmm. or at the beginning of the show, how do you look at the crystal ball when you recently came out with a, on a, a press release that investment sales are down in Brooklyn, what's what's happening?
1: So, I mean, I think you have to look at the Brooklyn market. You have to look at the historically what has happened, right? So, when we started tracking this market in 2010, there was one billion dollars worth of investment sales transactions. Investment sales, for those of you who don't know, includes, you know, apartment buildings, retail buildings, industrial buildings, development sites, land. Um, that market in 2010 was just coming out of the recession. It was a billion dollars worth of transactions. In uh, 2015, it peaked with almost 10 billion. And then it was kind of hovering between six and seven billion for a few years. During the pandemic, which was obviously a down year in terms of transactions, it was $4 billion. Um, and the reason I'm mentioning that is because while volume tends to uh, go down in challenging economic times or challenging times in general, the average transaction in Brooklyn and the, the, the value of, of real estate in general quadrupled during this period, right? In that decade between 2010 and 2020. So in 2022, however, uh, we, we had a record year again in Brooklyn, $10 billion worth of transactions, tenfold from 12 years earlier. Do you
0: give this the pent up demand?
1: Yeah, so there was definitely pent-up demand and was the tail end of of uh of a low interest rate environment. Uh the the last two quarters of 2022, you know, there was still a uh, uh, closing of transactions that were originated at the beginning of that year. Uh tremendous amount of capital that was sitting on the t- on the sidelines in in 2022 kind of jumped in in 2021 and 2022. There was also um you know the expiration of the 421a program the people rushed to acquire uh residential uh residential zone land towards the end of 2022 to take advantage of uh the last days of that program that program sunset um was June 15 of 2022 about a year ago so that was uh an- another reason for that peak but you know as as you as you may know the first quarter of uh, 2023 there was a significant decline almost 70% decline in volume you know Across, across the board, board right across the board all asset all, all asset types and 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 we attribute that mostly to uh the interest rate environment that that changed so so rapidly over the last 9 months
0: okay you've recently been involved with this project on Atlantic avenue tell me a bit a little bit about it
1: yeah i mean we we um, uh uh we uh, uh assembled the site um started 2018-2019, uh, assembled uh, a very large site on Atlantic Avenue between uh, Franklin and the Class um Avenue, and uh, went through uh, the public process to rezone it from industrially uh, zoned land, M11, to uh, um, uh, a higher density residential project with uh, a significant portion of the apartment's uh, mandatory inclusionary housing, which is uh, uh, affordable, a permanently affordable apartment. So this is a project with 30% of the apartments are affordable, so 137 apartments that are affordable. This is in Bed-Stuy, uh, Bed Stuyvesant. Uh, that, that project alone doubles the amount of affordable housing units that was created in this neighborhood for over a decade. That's just great one project.
0: Let's talk about you know what's happening in Williamsburg. I remember being at the groundbreaking in like 2006, for one of the first developments, major developments. Today we have Hermes. Yeah, Williamsburg,
1: <laughs> Williamsburg uh, has really gone uh, through a tr- tremendous transformation over the last, uh, at this point, almost two decades. Um, you know, while the residential development side of Williamsburg is sort of like fully developed, like the waterfront is fully developed, there's a couple of new projects that are coming uh, that our friends at Two Trees are developing, the Domino Sugar Factory, um, that whole mini neighborhood on the southern uh, side of uh, the Williamsburg Bridge, um, and and one more project. But for the most part, the residential is already developed. And what we're seeing, like you're saying, we're seeing retail completely transforming. So uh, Madison Avenue retailers are coming to um, the area around Bedford, uh, Bedford Avenue and Williamsburg. So... Gucci and hermes and and some of these other tenants and and if you walk there during during you know, the week and during the weekends i mean it's a it, it's, it's, the retail is doing really really well.
0: We're seeing a number of colleges and universities active in Brooklyn mm-hmm. buying and selling their property what do we you-
1: yeah, I would say the most significant. There's just two. Unif- downtown Brooklyn has been a a, a district uh, that I've been very involved in. I'm the co-chair of the Downtown Brooklyn Partnership. Uh, the two big institutions uh, in Downtown Brooklyn are LIU and uh, most recently NYU, uh, the Tandon uh, School of Engineering. So uh, uh, NYU made a tremendous amount of investment, uh, you know, in the last twelve to eighteen months in the district. Um, most recently with the acquisition of, of, of a building in Metro Tech. Uh, and we're excited about it in, in, in Brooklyn because, you know, we think that the uh, partnership with academic institutions and engineering schools like NYU provides a pipeline of talent that could um, really fill in those jobs for the tech companies that are you know, proliferating in areas like downtown Brooklyn and Williamsburg and Dumbo right you also have the st francis college sale that's right so st francis uh st francis has been uh, marketing their site in brooklyn heights for a couple of years um Rock Rose ended up buying it they actually moved their campus to the wheeler which is the tishman spire building tishman uh acquired uh and developed this um originally owned by Macy's site so it's partially a new construction partially a renovation
0: um, For the older people, it was once Abraham and Strauss, <laughs> and um,
1: you know Tishman uh, originally thought about this building, conceived this building that that commercial portion of this building as an office building. But I recently visited the campus, the new San Francisco campus. It's, just, it's remarkable. It's a it's a really uh, it's a really nice project. And also, we're very excited. that Rock was um, he's taking the lead on the old campus because that that's just an unbelievable location uh, the, the campus uh, historic buildings in the middle of Brooklyn Heights it's uh,
0: it's, it's it's going to be
1: fascinating to is, see what they do is
0: Brooklyn becoming the gym capital of the city of New York <laughs> with the lifetime fitness and now uh, the Chelsea Piers yeah i mean so
1: it, it's true so i mean it, it it's it's i would i would categorize it as uh, you know Brooklyn uh, the demographic in Brooklyn is, the, is changing and there is significantly more need for amenities and especially with hybrid uh, modes of work where people might not spend their time commuting and they work more close either at their apartments or close to where they, uh, where they live. Uh, you know, so Chelsea Piers just opened last week, a, a brand new facility in Prospect Heights it actually is across the street from our office. So I think it's around 80,000 square feet. It's beautiful. Uh, it's already very very busy, um, but that just in context. I mean, this is just showing you the depth uh, of 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 how active and how populous Brooklyn is as its own city. Right, so it's over two and a half million people. Um, it has its own vibrancy. It has its own economy. It has its own energy. And look at you know I I go to, um, Wagman supermarket in the Brooklyn Navy Yards and and you, any any day of the week any time of the day, the parking lot is completely full. And so
0: it just shows you. It's like when Whole Foods open.
1: Right, but guess what? Whole Foods is still, the parking lot is still full, and there was a need for another big, amazing, big uh, grocery store.
0: What about the office market?
1: So the office market in Brooklyn has always been uh, a a small and medium-sized tenant market, and we're continuing to see that um, even coming out of COVID. So the that market of the, you know, smaller uh, 25 to 100 employee companies are continuing to be in Brooklyn, continuing to sign leases, um, and also f- different forms of, of, of not just office, but hybrids of office and manufacturing, like we're seeing in Industry City and the Brooklyn Navy. These are two industrial complexes that are, are doing really, really well, and it, it shows that the strength and the advantage of those those combinations of manufacturing and office for brooklyn. So, brooklyn doesn't have the availability of of older stock class B office buildings that, you know, we've seen in Manhattan and there's 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 only a handful of uh, brand new office buildings that are still seeking large tenants, but for the most part there's it's, it's not such a you know, terrible office market.
0: So, as I said a little while ago, I think my apple is very shiny and clear for brooklyn. Okay, we may have had a, a a burp based on the interest rates and some other things. But I think Brooklyn's going to continue. There are going to be development sites. You had mentioned that you're doing one with ExxonMobil. So there's definitely there. And the king of Brooklyn and my friend over here, Cohn, thanks for being here today. Thank you, Michael.